Welcome to Groove Therapy, the premier podcast exploring the intersection between live music and health and wellness with experts Dr. Leah Taylor and Tara Lee Weathers. In this podcast, you will learn how live music positively affects well-being through a combination of scientific research and personal experience from your hosts, favorite musicians, industry professionals, and fans like you. Also included are strategies to incorporate the benefits of live music into your everyday life. Hey, everybody. I am really looking forward to this episode because Leah and I, we have put out a lot of podcasts out into the world. And I'm so proud of us that we did that. And so this is an opportunity for us to share all of our most favorite and most impactful moments that have happened in 2022. Yeah, it has been a big, wonderful year for the Groove Therapy podcast. And we're so grateful that you have been a part of it. Yeah, thank you. Because otherwise, as I say, I was like, we love talking to each other, but we're really happy that like some people are listening. <laughs> yeah, it just makes it have so much more of an impact. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just us discussing it ourselves and keeping it all to ourselves. <laughs> yeah. We're so grateful that we get to share this with all of you. And so before we get to this episode where we share all of our favorite moments from 2022, let's just take a moment to arrive in the here and now. So you can place your hands on your heart if it's available to you and take a deep breath in through your nose. Exhale out your mouth. I'm going to deep breath in and exhale out. I'm going to deep breath in and exhale out. And so it is. And so it is. Yay. Well, we started this year with a three-part series that was something different that we had done. We gathered some sound bites of people, musicians, fans, support people in the music industry and asked them some different questions and then kind of separated them out into three parts. And actually the first part came out right before the new year of 2022. So it came out December 24th, 2021. And that was what live music means. And we just asked, you know, everybody, what does live music mean to you? And it was super impactful to hear everybody's answers. And I just loved this three-part series so much. So after that, we had mental health and live music because it was very clear that live music had a positive impact on everybody's mental health. And remember, this is like a time where live music had been taken away for so long or what felt like so long. And all of a sudden it was coming back and people were beginning to remember and to re-experience like how important live music was in their lives. So that episode and then the next one, which was peak experiences with live music, which actually was the most popular one of all three of those. So you guys are obviously interested in those peak experiences with live music. And I bet we could ask each and every one of you listening right now, what was your most memorable peak experience with live music? And you're each going to be able to give us an answer to that. And that's like, how often does that happen with things that you experience in life? Yeah. I loved hearing 
the different ones for each each person and how whether they were a musician, it was kind of different for them as it was as like a listener or a supporter of music. So it was really interesting to me to hear the differences in that. I mean, actually for all of it, all the questions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love to also have that kind of like full range of perspective too, because it is different, you know, whether you're up on stage performing, not that I know as a, as a musician, but just talking to so many musicians and also myself just, you know, doing my own thing on stages or in front of the stage, but as a focal point, when you're holding space for people, like when you're channeling that source, that thing, it's different than when you're on the other side of the experience, but also channeling that source of that thing. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, I this year, I started a band with my husband in the Middle Ages and we've been performing. And so I've gotten a taste of what the other side is like. And there are a lot of similarities, but it is there is a difference too because you have like a responsibility for like creating the vibe and where you're taking people, which we'll talk about in some of the other episodes of how like there is a responsibility as a musician because you're creating a safe space for people to kind of go to the places that they want to go. And that's when they have those peak live music experiences. If they are not in a safe space, they're not going to have that. Yeah. Well, that actually leads us into the episode that came right after that. So those that three-part series was episode 35, 36, and 37. And then for the next episode, we got to talk to the band Jim Cotta, jamming with Jim Cotta, and they were about to go out on tour after taking a break. And they were really reflecting on like the positive impact of their music for others, also the importance of them taking a break to really be able to appreciate it and to realize how much, how impactful it had been. But they talked about creating that safe space for people to really be able to drop in. And we've seen this over and over and over again. I think it started with the Reed Mathis episode back in like, I think that was the third episode that we ever did. Yeah. And well, third and fourth, because it was a two-part series. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just reminded every time I go into any other type of transformative experience, whether I'm holding space for just one person or a group of people, or I go to a workshop where space is being held, if that safety and trust is not focused on and really created, then nobody's going to be able to really drop in and, and go very deep or have those insights and openings and transcendent experiences. Yeah, I think that's actually like every musician and band that we have interviewed in this podcast. I think that's something that they all have in common is that they are, I think they take holding a safe space for people to have those experiences. I think they hold that as like something that is really important to them. Mm -hmm. Do you think all of them are conscious of that? No, I don't think so. Well, I mean, maybe, but it could be unconscious, but I think that is why we wanted them to be on our podcast because they ha they create that. Mm -hmm. And so that is... That, so whether they're doing it on purpose or not, but yeah, I don't know that this could be a whole other episode to find out. <laughs> yeah. Because I have a feeling that's not conscious for everybody, but I do think that it is being created. Well, when I know a band that definitely does this for you, and I feel like they are very conscious about it. The next episode, episode 39. Do you think so? 
I don't know. I don't I don't know if they talk about that before their shows. I'll have to ask them. ALO, I can ask. Yeah. So the next episode was the history of ALO with Cindy and Steve. And that would be episode 39. And I mean, this one definitely gets voted the cutest episode that has ever existed because those two humans are so adorable. (laughs) That is true. That, that, That is very true. Even Cindy after the episode came out was so cute. Every time I'd see her, she'd be like, oh my gosh, people are talking about me on the podcast and how much they loved it. And she's just so adorable. But you know, whether ALO is conscious of it or not, they certainly create that deep and and meaningful space. And I think what it has to do is just like the relationship and the connection between all of them because they started playing, well, most of them, except Ezra, who has come in in the last couple of years. But Zach and Steve and Lebo started playing together in middle school. And that safety and trust between them like I think just really exudes into the fact that we as the audience and and fans can just like relax into that knowing that they're there for each other and they're there for us. And certainly like the compassion and the love is very much felt. And I know that that is an intention coming from them, which helps to create that safety and trust. Well, and I think another intention that they have, which maybe this is what it's about, is they really care about their fans and their fans experience and connecting with their fans. And I think that is something that makes us all feel safe and good and a part of something. So they might not consciously be like, we are creating a safe space, but they're like, we're going to create the best experience for our fans. And the best experience for us is feeling safe. So I think it's like a, maybe an unconscious (laughs) side effect of creating community. Yep. Agreed. So that was super sweet to just get to hear from Steve, who is kind of like the historian in the band about different stories along their journey. And and they're actually about to celebrate their 25th year as a band this year, 20, well, next year, 2023, probably this year, depending on when you're listening yeah, to this right now. they're a full-grown adult as I a band. Know. They're an adult that can like make their own decisions and live on their own and stuff. And they've been an adult for a few years now. <laughs> yeah, for a while. <laughs> they've been able to vote and get tattoos. <laughs> yeah. I mean, speaking of community... The Mockingbird Foundation, which is episode 40, they have given so much to our community. And it was really cool to talk with them all about that. Yeah, the Mockingbird Foundation does so much for helping to like steward and the early generations of musicians and how can we, you know, I love that it's like, yes, bringing live music to a community can have a financial impact and the fact that it can bring money to the town or, but it can also have like a depleting effect where sometimes it takes from the town. And I love that the Mockingbird Foundation is like forward thinking and that we're going to give back just even a little bit more to something that's really important to us, which is helping to foster musicality and creativity in young people. Yeah, Leora and Drew were both like, it was just the passion they have for what they're doing was so contagious. 
and the way they explained everything that the Mockingbird Foundation does. Because I see them, you know, I see the Mockingbird Foundation around, but I didn't know exactly what it was that they did. So it was really, really cool to have that episode to learn even more and how our community has this ability to give back and change the lives of all the towns that fish travels to. Yeah. So if you want to learn more about the Mockingbird Foundation, definitely check that episode out. Yeah. (laughs) And then... We had Exploring Psychedelic Assisted Therapy with Dr. Raymond Turpin, episode 41, which I loved this episode because, you know, I am interested in psychedelics, have been, you know, they've been part of my world for a long time, most of my adult life. (laughs) (laughs) And just to hear the history of its therapeutic use from when they were discovered. But I mean, there's psilocybin and so many other ancient medicines that have been around for so long. But yes, so the history of the therapeutic use of psychedelics when it was really in the mainstream medicine. I mean, my grandmother, I don't remember if I shared this in the episode. Do you remember Tara Lee me talking about my grandmother being Uh, a participant? Yes, she was a psychiatric (laughs) nurse. And she was, she volunteered to be observed under psychedelics, under LSD. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, I never got to talk to her about it probably because there was then like all of this shame and, you know, you shouldn't have done this. So it was never a story that came up. I found out about it from my mom. And I can only imagine what it was like because she was like in this sterile room in a hospital with like, I just imagine this like, two-way mirror or whatever it is where like you can't see out, but people are like watching you. Yeah, that and... sounds like my worst nightmare. <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know. How is that supposed to be therapeutic? I really, really wish that I would have been able to talk to her about it. But yeah, she signed up because she was interested and wanted to help and see how it could help other people. Like I said, she was a psychiatric nurse and there was the opportunity to be able to help heal her patients and ways that were different than what was happening at the time. But then it was taken away. And there was a long period of time where, you know, it was very much criminalized. And now we're in like this resurgence. And Dr. Turpin does such an amazing job of really explaining how all of it has been and how it's going now and what the future looks like. And him and his nonprofit are doing amazing things. So I really, really enjoyed that episode. Yeah, me too. I thought that something that stood out to me about that was that he was doing it. Is he in like Alabama or... He's in North Carolina, the mountains of North Carolina. Yeah, Waynesville. And he like intentionally chose a place that wouldn't necessarily be like coming with arms wide open for this situation or where people maybe have had a lot of experience with psychedelics before to show how this is like, this can help the general population. And I thought that was... Just so cool and such important work. Yeah. I mean, that's where he lives. So it's convenient for him. But yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But it is interesting because they're one of like the five sites that were chosen to be part of the like extended trial where they're able to work with like five people. And maybe there were 10 sites, but all of the other ones are in like major cities like New York and San Francisco. And that was like the only rural one. And they were the first one to get there approval. So they're doing amazing work there. 
Yes. Woo. We'll definitely check that episode out. And then episode 42 is with one of my really good friends, Richard James, and he is in Pink Talking Fish and also Neighbor. And so in this episode, he talked a lot about Neighbor. And this is a band that is exploding on the scene. And the reason is because they created such a like warm and welcoming neighborhood. It's kind of like what we were talking with ALO. They care about their fans and they take opinions from their fans. They ask them like, hey, we're thinking of playing this venue or this, this venue. Which one do you think and why? And they really take that into account and listen to their fans big time. And like the one thing that really stood out to me was Richard and his wife were having a baby And the band, like the fans, I mean, Mm -hmm. totally bought out the entire baby registry. Mm -hmm. I just thought that was like, that just shows how like that, yes, they are a band, but their fans are like just as much of as part of the band as the people in the band. Yeah, that was so cool. And I got to talk to Richard before I saw Neighbor and then I got to experience him live this fall, which was so awesome. One of my favorite so intimate music festivals camp deep in. So that was a super treat. Yeah. They're just, I'm, they're playing for three nights here in Burlington at Nectar's in January. And I'm just mm. like so excited. And their group on Facebook is just like, it's just so amazing. This community. I like, I've never seen anything really like it the way that they've done that, or even how the band's the fans raised money to fly a banner over Peach Festival that said the set time of Neighbor so people would go there. And now they're like always playing Peach Fest and they're playing bigger and bigger things. And I really believe that it's because they put so much love and attention to cultivating that community. Yeah, so cool. And he talks about that banner over Peach Fest in the episode and just like how touching that was for them. I also saw their call out to Paige to come sit in for their late night. (laughs) (laughs) That was so funny. (laughs) It was really funny. So we'll have to stay tuned to see if that that happens or not. But that was very, very clever and uh, creative. Yeah. If anyone can do it, it's neighbor. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, Walter Strauss was next episode 43 talking about riding the edge and he had a a new album that was coming out that he really wanted to talk about for Melody, Wherever She May Find Me. And some of the kind of different elements that we we really dove into in that episode was Walter. He's like such a professional musician and knows so much. And he was kind of describing to us like, what's the difference in melody? And what's the difference in harmony? And what's the difference in groove? And it was so cool because he like pulled out his guitar and just like gave us all this experiential feeling. So you get to experience it in your body. And that was really cool. Yeah. I love that episode. It was super impactful. And the next episode is episode 44 with Rob Kampa from Dopapod. And the thing that stood out for me for that one was how he was like realizing in real time with us, like he was talking about how he works things out on stage while he is performing and then how that like feeds into lessons that he needs to have like in his regular life. And it was just like to see that light bulb go off as he was talking about that was just so cool. And I feel like that is something that happens a lot in our podcast because 
people aren't given the opportunity to talk about their experience in that way. People are usually just like, tell me about your guitar strings or something like that, Mm -hmm. where we're like, how do you feel? And they're like, what? I never Mm -hmm. get to talk about that. Yeah. Or how does this impact you? Or yeah, it's like a reflection in a different, different way. And I love that too. I love watching connections be made right in front of our eyes and like, because then it makes it meaningful for the musicians too. You know, I know it's fun to have these conversations and they can have a positive experience, but like, I feel like it makes it even more meaningful. And that's what we're talking about, like how their artistry is meaningful to us. So then we get to like give it back to them in a meaningful way. Yeah. Rob is a really good friend of mine and he actually was at over my house for dinner last night and he's brought up a whole bunch of times about how important being a guest on our podcast was for him and the things that came up for him. I love that so much. And you got to even hear the like the future reflection on that and how it's still impacting his life. Yay. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, you're welcome. So everyone, episode 44, check that one out. Yes. Well, episode 45, we did another little deep dive. That's something that we did. Actually, this one was a little bit longer. It's still under an hour though. But we talked about mindfulness and mastering mindfulness. And I love that episode It's just Tara Lee and I talking about our own professional and personal experiences with mindfulness and how important of a practice it is. So we share like (laughs) kind of our, our journeys of getting into it, which I think so many people can really relate to because... yeah. Neither one of us were just like, this is what I'm going to do because it's really good for me. Yeah, we hated it. Yeah, We described it as torture, actually. (laughs) It's true. And now like we're both teaching mindfulness and like how you can really use that to make it such an important practice in your life and not just a practice, but a way of life, a way of being. So definitely check that out if you're interested in mindfulness. Yeah, because if you're feeling like, I can't do mindfulness practices. I hate them. We can totally relate. And by listening to that, you may be inspired to realize that it doesn't have to be this like daunting thing that you think it is and that it is possible for you. So if it's possible for us, it's possible for anyone. Yep. And we've had a lot of experience with it too. So you get to hear from people who are like way, way farther on their journey so that you can begin to see what it could look like if you remain committed to it. Yes. Amazing. Well, and so the next episode, this is the one where you brought all the magic to this one. It's with Peter from Goose. And so I'm going to let you talk all about it because you conducted this interview. Yeah. Tara Lee was riding back in a car with eight other people and asleep (laughs) and (laughs) trying to... Catching COVID. (laughs) You know. (laughs) That was from Peach Fest, right? Is that where you were coming back from? No, I was at the Sweetwater Festival in Atlanta, Georgia. Right, right. Driving back to Vermont with two people that had COVID and didn't know. (laughs) Oops. Yeah, that's okay. I survived. Um, So yeah, that was, it was just me on that interview because Peter had a a very short amount of time that he could offer his time. Yeah. He just came off that festival himself. Yeah. Yeah, he did. And then he was heading to like Ireland or somewhere for a family vacation, like the next day. 
So, oh my gosh, what a treat to be able to sit down with Peter. I mean, we all know the trajectory that Goose has been on this year and to be able to take some time. I think that interview was recorded in May or at least it came out in May. Let's see. So it was called You Make It Fun and it did. It came out the end of May. It's episode 46 and he just talks about you know, the you make it fun part is all about you, the fans, and how you make it more fun for him. And like, just how the crowd involvement has really helped to bring him out of his, I'll say shell, although I don't know if that's what he would call it, but like just have him be more animated and feel more comfortable in being himself and like just how he learned so much more about himself and is able to show up as himself so much more authentically day after day after day after day because of you. And so it was great. And just to be able to kind of reflect with him about his experience with Goose, which he, you know, was the newest member of the band. And besides maybe their percussionist, but he has not been in Goose for as long as as most of the other guys. So it's pretty cool to hear about how he came on board and uh, how much just like professionalism and time and attention he has put into really curating their audio files and helping out with their videos and and like really helping to get the music to you guys. So love that. Yeah, that's definitely something that sets apart Goose from a lot of other bands. And that was a skill set that Peter had that he brought to Goose that, you know, like it is, you do need to be a band that plays music, but having those other skills that you could do as before. And now they can maybe hire people to do those things. But in the beginning, you kind of have to do everything when you're starting a band. And so to have someone like him, wow, what a gift. And that's probably why... I mean, I think it is why Goose is where they're at today. And yeah, he is really like stepping into his own. I love watching him on stage. My mother-in-law, we have come from a family of huge Goose fans. All of Dan's like nephews and cousins, everybody's like obsessed. They went on their spring break, went on Goose tour. So over the holidays and wherever we're around, we're always like listening to Goose and watching Goose. And she's just like, I love that Peter. He's just so (laughs) happy. She like loves watching him and he does. And it's so cool to hear him say that it's like, that's because of the fans. Like it is because of him. He's cultivating it, but he's opening himself to the energy of the fans and feeding off of that. And it's cool. And that's what we're talking about. All the people we interview have just really care about their fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's super cool that he wasn't even a keyboardist at all. And like, you know, yeah. when you were talking about stepping in and doing the audio stuff, he also like stepped in to grow as a keyboardist. And of course he still plays guitar, which is what he was doing before Goose was playing guitar. And yeah, but how, I mean, how amazing is he on keyboards? Yeah, I love it. So cool. So speaking of fans, our next episode is probably with one of the biggest, besides us, obviously, one of the (laughs) biggest fans of live music that exists in the world. It's episode 47. And it's with Benji Sin. And I don't know if you all know him, but you need to listen to this episode. But he co-wrote Bill Kreitzman's book with him. He also is a writer for Rolling Stone and he manages bands. And like he kind of does everything and he's just a magical person. Yeah. And he's been doing so much with Osiris and like it's really cool to 
to see all of his involvement on other podcasts on Osiris. Yeah, if you check out Osiris Pod, he's like a part of like almost all of them. (laughs) (laughs) So if you want more Benji, yeah, check it out. And this episode, it was called Let Your Heart Lead. And he is just somebody that, I mean, that's what he does. And I'm so happy he's so successful because I want people that are leading with their heart to be the ones that are finding that success. And it was really cool to just hear about it because... In our world, it's so easy to get like to start leading with your head and getting caught up in logistics and all the things. And he just takes that stuff and like throws it to the curb. It is just like, no, like all heart. Yeah. Or leading with like financial gain as the the main purpose. But he was like, no, I'm going to these shows. I'm going to have fun. And then he was like, oh, what? I can get paid to write about this stuff? Oh, okay. But then he talks about how like he was offered a job and it conflicted with Fish Store. And he was actually, I think it was a festival. He was like, nope, sorry. <laughs> yeah, he's like, gotta go to the Fish Festival. Sorry. Like, <laughs> I mean, that was so amazing. I was so, And it led to all these other things because he felt like that Fish Show was like more important to his life than whatever this that job was. Yeah. Which is a major, major job, which ended up coming back around. But you have to listen to the episode to to hear what that was. Well, then our next episode is episode 48 with Mike Ganser from Aqueous. And this episode, I feel like was such an important one because he really dove into mental health and the holistic aspect of mental health. And I feel like this is such an important topic nowadays, especially so many people are suffering from depression and anxiety and ADHD and having somebody as who like so many people look up to openly talking about this, taking away the stigma was really beautiful. Yeah, it was a really sweet episode and just like very heartfelt. Yeah. Well, I feel like our next episode which was Money Grooves with Berkeley Ramsbottom. Episode 49 is very apropos for the new year and, yeah. you know, really starting to maybe think about financial health and well being, starting to think about saving for summer tour and next year's New Year's and Fish Mexico and all the things. I heard from a lot of people just how impactful this episode was. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Which was super cool because it was something different. You know, we don't typically have a financial advisor on here, but Berkeley is a huge, a huge fan. And we really felt like she brought a perspective to financial health that most financial advisors are not going to bring, which are going to tell you to cut out all of your shows and to, you know, not prioritize live music. But that, that is not how our priorities lie. So we needed to bring somebody on that was going to really be in line with with how we prioritize our life and activities. And so Berkeley was just the perfect person for that. Yeah, she gave such practical tips and tricks that you can put into practice immediately. And so that's another reason why that episode was so great because it gave you something that you could act on immediately. And I also love like, you know, she's like, live music is so important and you like, you need to start saving for that. But then also you need to think about all the things like, do you need to get a hotel room? How much are you going to spend on recreationals? Do you want to like 
have drinks when you're there? Like, do you need to fly there? Do you have to take an Uber from the airport? Like just thinking of all the things that a lot of people don't think of. And then you're just like, oh crap, I don't have it. She's setting you up for success to be able to like see all the music that you want to see and also prioritizing what music experiences are the ones that you want to. Yeah. And not going into a ton of debt to do it. Yep. Yeah. So definitely check that out. It's a good one. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I forgot. So episode 50, this person is maybe the biggest live music (laughs) fan that has ever existed. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. I will give you that for sure. (laughs) Yes. Annabelle from Cloud9 Adventures. I'm sure if you are a live music fan, you have likely seen her bouncing around at shows or on stage introducing bands or doing her thing. Yeah, Annabelle was the perfect guest for our 50th episode. And oh my gosh, so much came out of that episode. We we still have like many, yeah. many, many episodes, like M-A-N-Y-M-I-N-I. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That will come out of that episode 50 with Annabelle. It was just so fabulous to be able to talk to her about all things live music and you know, like when to say no to live music, which was certainly something that I didn't expect to come out of that conversation. But it was so real to talk about, you know, the balance of taking time for renewal in other things like nature, which is where we found her on top of the mountain in Colorado, taking some time out from going to Red Rocks. She had put herself in a Red Rocks timeout because she knew that she just needed some time to reflect in a different way. So that was really cool to have that conversation about the balance of, is there too much of live music, even with the the live music number one fan, which I certainly think could describe Annabelle. Yeah, that was super inspiring. And like, I definitely took a lot from that episode and applied it to my own life as somebody like, she talked about FOMO versus JOMO, the fear of missing out versus the joy of missing out which is something I've been trying to live by and having her talk about it was a really, really nice, much needed reminder. Yeah. And she really like, that was a very heavily spiritual episode too. Like that theme really ran through so much of what we talked about. And I love that because live music is such a spiritual experience. It was funny. I just saw, I think it was a comment on Facebook today from one of our, gosh, I can't even remember like who was the original poster, but I remember that somebody said, isn't it crazy how live music is so close to a, like almost like a spiritual experience or something like that. And then I went on to be like, what do you mean almost? Like, it totally yeah, is a like spiritual is. experience. <laughs> and Elizabeth Beck, who is one of our former guests, not from this year, but from the previous year, she had already commented under that and said the same thing. And I was, she was like, what do you mean almost? Like, so yeah, live music is definitely a spiritual experience, whether it feels like almost a spiritual experience to you. And that's totally cool. But for me, it is a spiritual experience. Yeah. I think a lot of people are afraid to say it too, but like owning that it is, and that's okay. And Annabelle was so like, So all about that. She really was. Yeah. And she like freely shares how spiritual it is for her. And I'll say it was my first spiritual experience. And actually it took me a long time to even realize that somebody reflected that to me 
one of my dissertation chair, she was like, just talking about how it was a spiritual experience. She didn't say first because she didn't know that specifically. But I was like, oh my God, you're so right. How did I not see that before? Yeah. Well, then moving on to our next episode is episode 51. And it was with you. Yeah. About the art of, yes, about the art of flow. And you totally rocked our world. (laughs) Yeah. These 51 and 52 are actually just labeled as deep dives. These were our first like deep dive conversations where we decided to do a shorter, shorter little clip, just kind of diving into something specific. So my episode was about flow and how, you know, it's like the balance of discipline and surrender and how you can really make that work in your life specifically for your health and wellness. So I love that episode and that topic. Yeah, me too. It was really powerful and really helped me to like, you just really gave a lot of good tips and tricks on how to stay in your flow state and like what that feels like and what it's like. So thank you so much for doing that. And if you're listening out there and you want us to do deep dives on other, like you heard a topic that a guest talked about and you're like, actually, I really want to hear your expertise about it. Please let us know. Yes, you can... Come join our Groove Therapy podcast community on Facebook and post it there. Or you can message us on Instagram at Groove Therapy Podcast. Yeah, we got you. We love creating. We're creating this for you. So let us know what you want. Totally. Yeah. And the next episode is episode 52. And it was a deep dive with me. And I talked about living the slow llama life, which I've been totally working on embracing because life is just moving so freaking fast. Yeah, I know. I needed that reminder every day. (laughs) And I appreciate you for being just such an inspiration and an example of leading that slow llama life. Yeah, it's like sometimes you just need reminders to like, you know, when your phone is ringing, maybe you don't need to answer it immediately. Or when someone sends you an email that you have to respond right away, or you get a text that you need to respond to that right away, or that you need to leave the exact amount of time to get somewhere, which as we all know, you always need more time. So just like adding those little things to your life will completely change. And you know, we talk about that mindfulness episode a while back. And this is just a way of being mindful of like, just be a little slower. Take a breath before you answer someone's text. Or when your phone is ringing, be like, I'm going to take a couple of breaths before I answer this phone call and how that will literally change everything. Yeah. And how difficult that might be to do. I can feel my body being like, but the phone is ringing. (laughs) Oh, I know. It is definitely a practice and it's really hard. And at first I definitely was getting like anxiety. Be like, oh my God, (laughs) I need to answer this. This person's going to freak out if I don't answer right away (laughs) or if I let it go to voicemail, God forbid. I will, I will spontaneously combust if that happens. But let me tell you, I have done that and I am okay. And the person on the other line was also okay. Yay. We'll check that out for sure. Deep dive, living the slow llama life. And then we have episode 53 with Jason Hahn from the String Cheese Incident on the healing power of music. Oh, what a badass that man is. I know, I know. And that was so cool to talk to him all about the healing power of music and just how it's been created 
for different rituals and ceremonies that he's been to in different cultures and kind of how that translates into what we're doing with our kind of like improv rock live music that we love to go see. And I've always, you know, that parallel there has always just been so, I don't know what the word that I could use is, but just like, just noticing that, you know, the coming together in the way that we do in a ritualized form and creating this ceremony and the safe, sacred space that's like really different than if you're going to a, like a boxing match or a wrestling match or a, even a basketball game or a soccer game, you know, like the energy of that crowd and that experience is just totally different than a show that, that we're going to see and how all of that comes together to creating the experience that we have. Yeah, because that, I mean, a sports thing is us versus them because people are competing where live music, it's like your team always wins. And how he talked about, like, this is one of my favorite parts of the whole episode was when he was saying when somebody was like sick, whether it was mentally or physically, it was just that their their vibe was out of sync with the rest of the tribe. And that is why like live music experiences to us are so powerful because we're all syncing our vibes together. And that's why we like... I mean, how many times have you met someone at a show and you just automatically love them, even though you know nothing about them, but you share that experience with them and you're like, feel that love because you're all, you're all in this together. So you might come with a low vibe one day and then your vibe like comes up because you're in that situation with all the people, or maybe you come your vibe in super high and that's awesome. So you come and then it gets like balanced out because you're helping with your high vibe to bring the other people. So we're all syncing together. It's really beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. So definitely check out episode 53 just to learn more about the healing power of music. And then we kept with the vibe theme yeah, the vibes. <laughs> for episode 54 and 55. Yeah. Episode 54, we had Karen, the dancing lady on who is a vibe tender and just spreads the love and light wherever she goes. And oh my gosh, what a joy to be with with Karen. And that was a really inspirational episode just to hear about how she lives her life and how impactful live music has been for her. And it was super interesting to hear her story about how like she had kind of forgotten about live music for a while in her life and then just recently found it. I don't remember how many years ago, but not that long ago. And yeah, like five years ago or something like that, I think. Yeah, yeah. And how she loves to dance and she loves to just like really be that love and light for everybody. So yeah. I got so many messages after that episode. They're like, oh my gosh, I saw her dancing at this show. Or, oh my gosh, like I need a vibe tender. I want to be a vibe tender and bring that. It was it was cool. Yeah, yeah. And you can feel it through the audio. Like I, if you need a little recharge, a little dose of love and light, put on that episode with Karen, the dancing lady. Yes. And then, so we were talking, it's still about vibes, frequency medicine with Melinda. She's a sound healer here in Vermont. And I've had some life-changing, life-altering experiences with her providing her medicine and her magic. And that is a super heady episode. We go deep in that. Mm -hmm. Heady in a good way. Yes, in the, <laughs> in the best way ever. Yeah. 
That was so interesting. Again, this is something that like I think about all the time, like because you know, we can't see the frequency, we can't see the vibrations, but they're obviously having an impact on us. So to be able to talk to Melinda, who's really trained in sound frequency and and the use of sound healing in that way about like what's happening with that and then what's happening with the live music that we see and how is just the frequency and the vibration impacting us as human beings and as energetic beings. So cool. Yeah. So cool. And I love talking about portals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we also get a little spiritual and interdimensional in that episode as well. So if you're interested in any of that, yeah. And I have to say, Melinda was talking about how she had has a recorded Sophia Light meditation. And I ended up purchasing that from her website, like after the interview. And I've listened to it a couple of times. And oh my gosh, like I know, Tara Lee, you said how powerful, impactful Melinda was. And that's why we had her on because you were like, oh my God, I know the perfect sound healer that we can interview. And I wasn't even in person and it has been super impactful for me. So she is incredible in what she does. And I highly recommend you listen to the episode. And if you want to experience some more of Melinda's gifts, you don't even have to be in person in Vermont. You can go to her website and check her out. Melinda Kenzie. And you can see her website. You can link to it in the show notes of episode 55. Well, our next episode is episode 56 with Charles Lighthouse. And I have never in my life heard somebody speak. And also he sent us some of his dead zines or dead letters and read them. But he is so eloquent and clear about explaining the live music experience in a way that I have never read before, where I was like, how are you in my brain and making it sound the way that I want it to sound? Like he just said it so perfectly. And this episode is so amazing. Yeah. I think this was definitely one of my favorite topics, my favorite conversations, I will say, my favorite interviews. Like We've interviewed so many amazing people. So it's it's hard for me to say that, but it is so true just because Charles can go there with his mind and go there with his words to formulate this experience in a such a deep and meaningful way, which is really hard to do. <laughs> so it's not something that most people can do. And Charles is definitely one that can. And I'm just so grateful that we were able to have him on the podcast and that his his words are circulating out there in the world so that, you know, not only live music fans can just remember how impactful the experience is to them and just like be able to experience it on a different level, but also other people can read it, you know, and be able to go, oh, wow, maybe there is something deeper going on here than I ever expected. Yeah. And he is really leading by example of being the medicine, which is the name of the episode and really prompted us and inspired us all to see, like we all have medicine that we can provide to people within us and to see what that is so you can be it. And he does that through his writing and through his dead letter. And Leah and I do it in our own ways. And he really like prompted everybody to kind of figure that out and whoa, like the live music experience, everyone bringing their own brand of medicine, like Mm. watch out world. (laughs) Right? Yes. Yes. 
I know that that even like intensifies the thought of live music being the medicine. Then it's like, okay, live music is the medicine and then we're all bringing our medicine. It's just like, ah! yeah. What do you call that thing when you like times it by itself over and over and over again? Like <laughs> infinity? Well, <laughs> not is exactly. That the word? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, uh, I don't remember the name. Where you put the like little two on top. <laughs> it's like, like squared? Yeah, like squared. Uh. <laughs> We're like squaring it multiple times over and over and over again until infinity. <laughs> yeah, we're like pie. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that goes on forever. <laughs> yes. You see, I halfway paid attention in math class. <laughs> well, yeah, me too. <laughs> Uh, yes, our next guest, Miss Karina Reichman. So, so, so wonderful to sit down with her for her interview for episode 57, Go Your Own Way. And she's just like so much fun. And yeah, she's so cool. <laughs> just so <laughs> <She is>. cool. <laughs> she is. Uh, it was really fabulous to be able to talk to her about her own journey with music and just like how she never took a lesson. She's just totally self-taught by being such a profound live music fan herself and listening to her influences over and over again and going to catch people alive as as much as possible and being right there in the front, like totally sober so that she could just take in everything and and really be able to absorb and learn that way. I just think that's so cool. So she was about to head out for tour herself with her band, which looks like it went amazing. Selling out shows, having special guests come in. Yeah, and Mike Gordon sitting with her, you know, no big deal. So fun. Love it. Love it. Yeah. And she's just a kind, generous, loving person. Actually, my friend Shane had listened to the episode and he was telling me a story that he was at Fish and she was in the same section that he was in. And he was like, oh, so wonderful to see you here. And she was like, so wonderful to see you here too. And then the next day, it was the total other side of the... of MSG and they were together again. And then she went up to him and was like, so wonderful to see you here. It's like so wonderful to see you here too. But she remembered him. She's just so like that. Yeah, she was really, really kind. I mean, I, I don't know her very well, but you know, just from her first interaction with me, like, and then we had to correspond back and forth because she kept being asked back on the the late night show with Seth Meyers. And so, but she was like always right on it and be like, I'm so sorry. Like, hey, this is really important to me and just so sweet. So definitely check out that episode with Karina. Yeah. And I'm so happy. Again, I'm so happy she is someone that is finding success because she is just... Like Benji, she is like leading with the heart, like 100%. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that leads us to our last episode of this year, besides this episode that you're listening to right now. And that is where Tara Lee and I really talk about how you can bring some wellness into your holidays and new year and uh, some obstacles that we see that hold people back from that. And we give some tips for how you can kind of reimagine your holidays in a more peaceful and positive way. And then we tell you a little bit about how we could possibly help to support you in the new year. Yeah, so definitely check that episode out. 
we had just talking about all these episodes and reminiscing about everything and the little like golden nuggets that came up. This podcast is really great. (laughs) (laughs) I think so too. I love how you just had that insight while we're talking about this. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I always knew, but you know, when it's like you and you're reflecting back, Mm -hmm. it's like it becomes even more apparent to you. And I'm just so grateful to have the opportunity to do this and to do this with you and all the guests that said yes and all the people that are listening. It's just, we couldn't do it without all of those things falling into place. Yeah, I know. And Osiris for like supporting us to bring this to life. Yes. Yep. Thank you, Osiris. And and Dawn, Dawn Jenkins. Mm-hmm. She's the one that like started it all. She's like, you should have a podcast on Osiris. And I was like, okay. <laughs> she was the catalyst of it all from female centrics on Osiris. Yeah, we have a lot to be grateful for. And we look forward to continuing this for years and years to come. So who knows what our next episodes will look like. But as Tara Lee said before, you know, if there are, we do definitely want to do some more deep dives. We obviously will have some more guests. We'll talk about some other topics. Hopefully we'll have some live episodes that we'll be doing. We have some other goodies that are going to come for 2023. So Tara Lee and I are working on some really cool stuff for group therapy. Yeah. 2023 is the year that Leah and I meet in real life. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Can you believe it? (laughs) We have never met in real life. (laughs) I know. It'll be like three years into our partnership, which is crazy. I hope the world can handle it. Mm, Yay. Yeah. So let us know what you want more of, what you want less of, what you love. Again, you can come join our Facebook community at Groove Therapy Podcast Community on Facebook, or you can come follow us on Instagram, Groove Therapy Podcast, and send a message there. Tara Lee will take care of you. Of course, you can check us out in all the ways, which you can find out in the show notes and by listening to the outro of this show. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you. And we hope that you have the best. 2023. It's like the year of your life. (laughs) Yes. And we hope that we see you in person too. If you see us, come say hi. Yeah, we are friendly. We are. We are. And we like to to meet like-minded souls. So. Oh my gosh. When everyone's like, I love your podcast. I get so happy. I do like a little happy dance. So like, don't be afraid. If you see either of us, like that means the world to us that it really that you're does. there, you're listening, and that you took the time to let us know that means so much. Yeah. So don't be shy. Come say hi. All right. Well, we love you so, so much. Have a wonderful rest of your year if you're listening to this when it first comes out. And a happy, happy new year. And we'll catch you on the other side. Yes. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. We so appreciate you. And if you did love this episode, we would love it so much if you could share it with at least one friend that you think might love it as well. So just send it over to them. Let them know what you loved about it. It could just be like, hey, check this out or one word about how it inspired you. Also, wherever you are listening to your podcast, if you could just click that follow button right there, that would be super awesome. That helps to 
let the platform know that this is a podcast worth listening to. And also, if you are listening on Apple Pod, if you could not only follow us, but also leave a rating or a review, it would mean so much to us. That, again, is how more people are going to be able to find out about this podcast and really start to open their mind about the intersection between health and wellness and live music and why this experience is so important for our health and our well-being and our longevity. So again, thank you so much for listening. We are a part of Osiris Pod. You can find many more inspiring arts and music podcasts at osirispod.com. And if you would like to follow me, Leah, or Tara Lee, you can find us on Instagram. Tara Lee is at rocking life with two underscores. And I am at Dr. Leah Taylor. So come follow us there. We love you so much. And thank you again for listening.